I don't know why, but I always struggle with the Mother's Day message because I want it to have an impact. The same kind of impact that my mother had on me. I am so blessed, and I know everyone's not so blessed, and I'm sorry. But I am so grateful that I had the mother I had and the dad that I had and the love that we shared. When mother was able to, on Mother's Day, she made sure all of the boys and her husband had a red rose and she had a white one after her mother passed away. We all had roses on the lapel that reflected whether or not our parents were still alive. Family would go to together, just like I'm seeing Lurleen's family, even Michael, and that are all here together. Uh, I noticed you're at the end of the pew, though, Michael. Uh, <laughs> but, you know, they came in to be with Lurleen. And that's what we would do. Uh, mother and daddy would belong to one church and then I would belong to another one. But on Sunday, Mother's Day, we would come together as a family. Mothers are such an important factor in our lives. Both Ronald uh, Reagan and uh, Abraham Lincoln both said they owed the, any success they had they owed it to their mothers. It was just that important. Because the mother sets such a, an example for all of us. I think about how busy the stay-at-home mothers were and those of you that are not, how busy you are because you're still carrying that weight of being a provider plus you're also going to a job. It's kind of like when I look at these frontier movies nowadays, I realize how tough the women really had it that came out and settled in the West. You know, when those guys were on a cattle drive, and the cattle drive may last three months, well, mom wasn't just sitting back playing bingo or something like that. Mom was working all the time. You know, making sure that there was a meal, making sure the clothes were cleaned, uh, taking care of the house, the kids. I mean, such a heavy burden on them. And sometimes I think they had it rougher than the others because they were also vulnerable to those that were the Indians that uh, in the territories that they were still fighting for land and rights there too. It was a vicious existence. I remember mother washing clothes in a tub when I was very young and then using one of those rollers to kind of dry, dry it out and then take the clothes and put them on the clothesline outside. I mean, Mother stayed busy all the time, you know, with all of our clothes and the meals and cleaning the house, always there. But there were so many lessons that I learned from Mom and so many of them were relationship kind of things. Because mother was the epitome of love and kindness with her sisters and with my dad's. I was so blessed to have such a role model. 
Dad taught me different uh, lessons, but the lessons of the heart came from Mother. She was the one that got us up each and every Sunday morning. She would put something like a gospel album on, yeah, on a recorder. It wasn't a DVD or CD, folks. It was actually a recorder, 33, uh, whatever they were, 45s. But we had albums in, records. And she'd put one on, and then I'd say, oh, no, that means it's time to get up. You know, and I was wanting to get a little bit further down under those sheets. But she'd come down the hall with that joyous voice, hey, it's time to get up, breakfast is ready, we're going to church today. And that's how we started Sundays. I was so blessed. And yet I know that, again, not everyone is so fortunate. I know of situations where the husband went to work, the kids went to school, and mama just left. Just packed up the bags and just left. And the family was left to care for themselves, not for a day, not for a week, but she was gone. There are those situations too, and my heart goes out to them. I know of a young man that he and his brother would have to take care of themselves. This is even before they went to the first grade, because their mother would disappear several days at a time. And whatever they had in the refrigerator, they had to take care of for themselves. But while mom was gone with her most recent boyfriend, they had to fend for themselves. So they're not all like my mother. Not everybody is so blessed. But those of you that have experienced a loving, caring, nurturing mom, You know where I'm coming from. You know where I'm coming from. You know how important that is to the glue of the family. I love those uh, poems, Mary, that you read, both of them. I'd like to have them. I, I thought they were great. I looked up some poems, and mine weren't near as good as yours. So I just put mine down over there. But it comes from the heart. It comes from the heart when we start describing a mother that was always there for us, was always there to guide us, and when there were certain issues, that they were there to help us resolve them. A mother that would be there that would comfort us and dry the tears. A mother that loved with all the heart. It's like someone said... I kind of hate to have a second child because I'm giving so much love to the first one. Well, you never run out of love, and so the second one gets as much love as the first one did and the third one did. There's just no limit to what love that can be given out. No limit whatsoever. How important uh, is the mother and the Word of God? I'm going to turn over to the book of Exodus, 20th chapter. This is the Ten Commandments. The first one is, I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. You shall have no other God before me. You shall not make yourself an image in the form of anything, uh, anything in heaven above or on earth beneath 
are in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them to worship. The third one. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. For the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses His name. And I misread that. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. For the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses His name. In other words, you will be held accountable for misusing His name and dropping down. Honor your father and your mother so that you may live long in the land the Lord your God is giving you. Honor your father and your mother. It's that important. There were only ten commandments that God gave to Moses. Ten commandments. And right there at the top of the list is honor your mother and your father. I understand that there are situations in which there are relationships that are just destructive. They're just destructive. I know a young man that his, his mother married a guy, and I'd say the young man was probably 13 or 14, and he had a very rocky relationship at best with his biological dad, but the one that his mother married was immediately called dad by this young man because the one that she married... Had the, he was the one that was there. He took care of his family. He was a good role model. So sometimes the father biological one is not the one. Is not the one that you bond with in such a loving, caring way. But you shall honor your mother and your father. In the New Testament... This is kind of a conflict in what I just read in the Old Testament. Moses said, you shall honor your mother and your father. And if you do not, there is the penalty of death. In Matthew, the 10th chapter, this 37th verse, Jesus says, anyone who loves their father or mother more than me is not worthy of me. Anyone who loves their son or daughter more than me is not worthy of me. Whoever does not take up their cross and follow me is not worthy of me. Whoever finds their life will lose it, and whoever loses their life for my sake will find it. Jesus Christ is telling us He is number one. He is number one. As much as He wants you to love your mother and your father, and He did not come to destroy the Old Testament, but to fulfill the Old Testament. But as much as you love your mother and your father, and it may not seem like it is possible, but you are to love God even more so. You are to love Jesus Christ more so. Jesus Christ is the one that hung on the cross, and we know that. For our sins. So Jesus Christ 
comes first. But when we have that relationship, our relationship with our mother and our father is just going to get better. It's just going to be a closer bond when Jesus Christ is the center of our life. Again, in the book of Matthew, Jesus describes his true family. While Jesus was still talking to the crowd, his mother and brothers stood outside wanting to speak to him. Someone told him, your mother and your brothers are standing outside wanting to speak to you. Jesus replied, who is my mother and who are my brothers? Pointing to his disciples, he said, here are my mother and my brothers. Forever does this Forever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and mother. For whoever does the will of my Father in heaven is my brother and sister and my mother. We have, as a church family, a special bond. A very special bond that is different from what we might have with our siblings or with our uncles or with our aunts. How many times do we refer to each other as brother and sisters in Christ? But when Jesus Christ is that focus, then we have such a powerful relationship and Jesus is saying, these are my brothers and my sisters. He didn't say anything against his mother and the brothers He didn't say anything about it, but he was saying that those 12 disciples were his brother and sisters. It is a special bond. He was not throwing out any other kind of relationship like with a mother and a father, brother, sister. He was not throwing those out the window. He was just saying, those that I worship with, those that listen to me, those that worship with me, are my brothers and my sisters. So we know from the Old Testament how important it is to love our father and our mother. We know that that is very critical. And even if we didn't read it in the Bible, those that are as blessed as I am to have such a wonderful mother and father, that's just a natural. I did not have to read that in the Bible to know that that was sacred. But then when I did, I saw that not only did my mother and my father have responsibilities, but I as a young man had responsibilities with my my mom and my dad to love and cherish. And that's what Jesus is telling the, the crowd that's around him. He is telling them, those that are around me here are my brothers and sisters. Is that confusing? Is anybody confused on that? These are not the biological brothers and sisters that he had. These are chosen ones, ones he has chosen to be his brother and sister in Christ. Who was with him day in and day out for over three years? It wasn't his brothers, but it was the disciples 
those that came to him seeking wisdom and seeking God. In Matthew again, whoever has ears, let them hear. Jesus was saying after a parable, if you have the ears, listen to what I am saying. Just like I just asked you if I'm confusing anyone. Jesus is saying the same thing. That those that have ears, let them listen. That it is so important that you have that relationship with those that believe in Jesus Christ. I was talking to one of the ministers that's no longer here in Quanta. And he said every time they had a family reunion or had Mother's Day, it was always, there was always tension because his brother-in-laws were all atheists. He tried to avoid the conflict when they got together, but so many times it came up and they would be right there in his face. They would tell him that religion is just for the weak-minded. So if you're going to follow Jesus Christ, you've got to be strong. Strong in your commitment to Him and strong enough to withstand the insults that may be thrown at you. And we as a body of Christ have to stand together. We can come together. We can pray together. How many times have we seen that this church body circles around someone because they're going through very difficult times and we pray for them. We're praying because we know there's Jesus Christ that loves us and we're praying because we have faith. And so does the person we're praying for. Tabs aren't working for me today. That might be a blessing for y'all because it may be a shorter service. (laughs) You know, he just now woke up. (laughs) He doesn't even know what I've been talking about, but I got an amen from him. (laughs) From that back corner over there. But I'm not going to mention your name, Frank. Jesus came to share the word of Jesus Christ. He is word about God himself, about God's love. And he tells us how important our relationship with our mothers and our fathers really are. That it is a very sacred relationship. Starting from the very first with the Ten Commandments, with Moses coming forward with the stones and telling the individuals they are to honor their mother and father. Our relationship has a lot to do with where we end up in life. In one of the readings I did, it was talking about people such as Abraham Lincoln, Ronald Reagan, or George Washington... These individuals that had been quite successful in what endeavors they undertook, 
that they spoke so highly of their mothers and the foundation that they have, the stability that they had coming from this relationship. To, to all of you ladies, what a, what a responsibility knowing that the way you behave, the way you talk, the way you conduct yourself is having an impact on a young, innocent life. You are helping forge the values of these young people. What is important? What is not? So many times we turn to you. We turn to you for that example. It's kind of like we've talked about that we don't know in this community who is watching us and who is talking about us being a Christian or not being a Christian, but we go to church regularly. It's the same thing with our mothers that you set an example for others. Just like Gina just said about Teresa. Fighting that battle of cancer and yet she's going to be there for her children. She's not doing it so people unnoticed. She's doing it because she loves her children. And she is a role model. So this day is very special. Very, very special. And I regret, and I do each Mother's Day, that I cannot walk over there, pick up the phone, and call Mother. But I am so grateful that I had her so many years and that I had a role model to worship and to follow in the teachings of Jesus Christ. So to all of you ladies, we say thank you for your hard work, for your role model, for being an example for each and every one of not just your children, but your friends as well. Thank you. Dear Heavenly Father, we come to you, our Lord and our Savior. We know how important Mary was in your life. We know how important she was and set an example of love, caring. We know, dear Lord, because Mary was by your side throughout your ministry. She was there at the foot of the cross. We know that there was a bond there that could not be torn apart or or destroyed in any form or fashion. Dear Lord, we thank you for our mothers. Thank you for these ladies that give so unselfishly when they make sacrifices for us, their children. So be with each and every one of us today, Lord. Let us give thanks for our mothers and the role models that they were. For it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.